Welcome to Funky Careers podcast number 20. Yes, and as promised, we've got a special guest here. So I'm David Key, the founder of Funky Careers, and our guest today is no other than Georgia Key. Yes, she is my daughter. And as I have previously mentioned, we're keen to have guests on because everyone has a journey to tell about. And Georgia Key is no different. And for the purpose of transparency, yes, definitely my daughter, okay? <laughs> so today we're getting Georgia in to tell her, get her to tell us a bit about her actual journey, all right? Say hi, Georgia. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Glad to be here. <laughs> yes, this is not, she has not been forced. And this is my first podcast. <laughs> yeah, so she's very excited. She's very excited about this. And we'll have more guests to come, obviously, with this, but George is the first. So, and it's, it really, I'm really pleased to have her on as her dad. So she can refer to me as dad for the purpose of some <laughs> transparency and authenticity. <laughs> so, Georgia, perhaps to get underway, I guess, what, you, what, what do you currently do? Well, what, just in brief, how would you describe your current role? Uh, I am currently at Australia Post. I work in digital uh, as a digital product owner on the website. Right, okay. So to many as they hear that, they'll go, what is that? And we'll look into that a bit more. All yeah, right. Don't want to give no spoilers. No spoilers. That's spoilers. <laughs> spot on, Georgia. It is a. It, it's like a good read. This will be. Just stay tuned. We're only in chapter one of this. Good. It will be a page turner, as an analogy, as we run through it. So, just Georgia, perhaps your earliest memories of um, your careers and what you wanted to do. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so growing up, I wanted to do a lot of things. Like most, I don't know, quite a few kids. Uh, in prep, I wanted to be a shopkeeper. Good, shopkeeper, it, yeah. Well, it seemed appealing. Mm. Right now, well, with modern technology, I can be my own checkout chick, so <laughs> sort of scratch that itch. Um, when I, as I started to get more primary school, later years, I wanted to be a gold medal Olympic swimmer. Not just Olympic swimmer, gold medal Olympic swimmer. And I'd say it exactly like that. Like that, Matt in. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I put in enough training to get to that level. How did your swimming go, George? Did it, it went pretty well. Yeah, and okay. We got our relay team got to the States in primary school. Oh, wow. Oh, and that's a pretty big accolade from a country town. So yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you take that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I sort of wanted to be, I don't know, an optometrist, maybe because I had glasses and it was fascinated. Yeah. And then probably. I don't know why, but I was looking back in a book and I want to be a model. I'm five foot four. Um, <laughs> not that we're very open with the modeling. Yeah, that's right. The Diversity, it's Georgia. changing, but um, at some point, um, not at my full height yet, but probably five foot two, I thought a model career could be for me. <laughs> right. And why not? We all have dreams and sometimes some of those <laughs> come off and others don't. But the main thing is we start the process of thinking about it. So that's all pretty normal, Georgia, with those. And... Um, yeah, I would have liked to see you be a gold medal Olympic swimmer because that would mean I go around and basically well. get to see and travel the world. So, but I'm not bitter about that. Apologies didn't work. Yeah, out. that's all right. I don't want to go ugly parent on that. So, but how did your sort of career ideas evolve from there? What sort of changed from that time? Because that's really in your earliest moments yeah. or memories. Um, in year six, we had Mrs. Morris, oh, and yes. she was. I don't know. She was American. She was cool. She was like a good, good teacher to get. You know? what, made you, what made her cool? I don't know. She was just 
all embracing, real. She was just, yeah, you sort of wanted her like as a teacher and she talked about we're going to learn IT and ICT. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I couldn't remember what they meant. Like, <laughs> I knew that was like information technology. And I was like, what's a C? And like, yeah, I didn't know the difference and all that sort of stuff. But she sort of stepped us in. Nothing big, nothing crazy. But even the use of the words is an exciting new thing. I was like, oh, yeah. what's that? What's that? So, Nick, I did a bit of IT stuff in year, you know, seven, eight. You all do electives and stuff like that. In year nine, moving to a new school, I picked um, IT as an elective. Yeah. And I was, yeah, little did I know, I probably knew really, but like I was in a room with 20 boys and me and I was I was trying really hard, you know, doing all the work, giving out, you know, just a studious student. Yeah. And all the boys were playing COD with their own network set up. Yeah. Alt-tabbing and then sometimes referring to me to ask where they should be in the work as the teacher came around. <laughs> so, so the old tabbing is obviously, that's just, they're on another program. It's a and quick flicker screen. The old quick flicker screen to show you are doing work and when you're teacher, not. I don't know whether you knew or not, you'd hope you would, but they were quick. That's yeah. Those fingers switching the screen. Let's, let's hope they use those skills for good and not evil. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> So you're really good. How would you rate, like, how, how did you go in the class in terms of results? And, oh, I yeah, went. What did you learn or what, what what was fascinating about it to you? Honestly, the experience probably didn't set you up for going, yeah, I want to do IT. Right. So I don't, like, I don't know. I did get the award, humble brag, for, like, obviously I was the only one doing the work, so <laughs> easy award to oh, take out. Georgia, but. please, don't <laughs> undersell it. Now, what was the award for? Because you obviously applied yourself. And yeah, oh, definitely. At the end of the day, to get an award, what was the award actually so, for? So, like, at our school at the end of the year, you used to get awards for whoever did the best in the subject. So whoever was through work or the exam or yeah. was achieving the most. Yeah. So I guess from... Yeah, from that I did pretty well going on because I kept up with that. Didn't apparently that didn't deter me from going forward. Yeah. And the next year I did Cisco, so I did Cisco networking, which is all about yeah computer networks. And is this in year twelve? No. No. Oh no, can't keep up with my. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> year ten. Year ten. Uh, year ten. Well, year ten. Year ten. Oh. I know. I'm a, I close. I follow it closely as a father. I'm well in touch. <laughs> We want to keep authentic, like I say, just showing what I'm like. Yeah, um, no, it year was, 10. Yeah, it was a year 10 subject, oh but it was sold as year 11 subject. And if you did it, you got 10% of your average in year 12. So that was a bit of a selling point. You yeah. got to get a kickstart early. Yeah. Um, but that was really interesting. We had a few more girls. There's about five girls in that. and about Five to what? Five, five to maybe 15 or something oh, okay. like that. We even went to a cop. Where we all network together, who would have thought? Wow. Not like network meeting is in the trying to solve network computer problems. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I also did, then I did, yeah, year 10, what was it, IT, in year 10, I did the year 11 subjects, you know, one and two IT applications. Yep. So, yeah, that was, so you still get a few girls. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe I'm just hoping, but I can't remember, I'm recollecting. But yeah, as you went on, when I went into year 11, yeah, I was the only girl in Cisco networking and IT applications. Yeah. Which, like, I'm going to say, yeah, I'd say it's not easy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, especially in high school where you're learning yourself and you're trying to fit in. So what were the challenges? Like, when you say that, you're trying to fit in, learning yourself, what what, what were the... No one's mean, but you're, they're not your friends or natural cliques at all, you know? So oh, you, yeah, you okay. You go to this class yep. and you really want to do well... And almost your teacher's your best friend in that class, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't 
fit in, like brilliant and supportive. Yep. But yeah, you don't have you sort of sit on your own in that yeah. situation and work away, which isn't always easy. And when a bell goes, you don't really want to go to class where you sit on your own. Yeah. Like, not fully, but you know. And then, but sort of, I enjoyed doing it. And I don't know for some reason I knew I wanted to yeah. do it, and I liked it. But it was wasn't like, woohoo, I'm with my friends, you know? Yeah. Like, no, that, and that's, that's a, a yeah, good example of some of the challenges that it can provide when you want to do something in life that sometimes you gravitate to where your friends go and that's the challenge of being, I guess, yeah. trying to be true to yourself and understanding yeah. what you really want to do and like to do and that's a challenge for anyone in terms of their work and finding their passion because we have so much in terms of peer group pressure. Sometimes we have parents sometimes we have friends you know but there's all there things to influence us oh we should do this or we should do that and I think it's something for people to take away there a bit is just to sort of think about what you want to do yeah. and be true to yourself which is quite challenging as Georgia Georgia mentioned because you're turning up into an environment where you're not really connecting with people due to you know a bunch yeah. of bunch of lads I guess um, <laughs> nerds or lads yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever and you know it has its challenges okay yeah, like, so, so where we so your VCE yeah so I was just to I was going to follow on from that and really maybe a call out to my parents that yeah they encourage everything I want to do and they never told me be this be that or do that and maybe that's what like so that was never fed into my head and really like I was like oh. I always did what I wanted I didn't go oh my friends are doing that let's do that I did what I wanted and what I liked even if it was like yeah a lonely experience and I did quite well let's not lie that spurs you on when you're like year 11 I yeah IT applications I got a 46 one day and was printing the paper that's pretty big when you're young you're like woohoo yeah go me and I like say I like I kick those boys asses in terms of <laughs> Um, can I say that? You're like, well, I just working said it, Georgia. I mean, it's honestly, right. when you're on your, like, when you're working pretty solo on your own as well, I mean, you put in a lot of work and effort. And I probably, like, probably one of the things that I, I don't know, it sticks with me. And I like the idea of, like, just doing well. And it makes me proud, so proud of myself. But, like, I remember my mum coming home and she'd been at this swim lesson. And, um, and some of the other mums were there and some of the other mums had kids in my IT class. There was only 12, so it was a very low chance you'd run into someone. And they were talking about the awards and their subjects and what they were doing. And the guy said, oh, yeah, there's just this girl in our class. She just, you know, she she's going to get the award, I'm sure of it. Like, you know what I mean? And like, she does really well. And I was like, and mum was like, yeah, that's my daughter. Um, <laughs> so mum came home and told me that. And I was like, yeah. I know exactly who that is. And yeah. But yeah, so just like to do well in something as well spurs you on. Yeah. If you're a lot, if you're struggling, or not struggling, but if you're not in an environment where you're full of friends and that doesn't pull you, doing well also mm. spurs you into doing stuff. Yeah, no, that's really, really good. And what did you like particularly about IT? Like we talked about, but what, like you talked about the achievement side, but what did you actually like about it? What was it? Is Ooh, it the processing, the logic? Is it yeah. the control? The from uh, yeah, from the start, I always loved. So when you did an assignment, there'd be like a pre, like sort of part where they do the business problem, and you'd answer how you solve the problem and what you go about doing it. That was always my favourite bit. And it's like spoiler alert, what I do now. So there was the. You know, Jenny has a business, she wants to do this, what's the best thing, how yep. would you set up a project for her, like that sort of stuff. And then there was the 
like I was in IT applications, so building a database or an Excel sheet or, and then rounding it out. And I probably, like I enjoyed doing the stuff, but I enjoyed that setup and solving a problem with IT solutions. And that's probably what comes with me now. I knew I wasn't technical. I've never been like, let's code. You know what I mean? It's never been a natural, but that, using technology to solve a business problem is the bit that got me excited, yeah. I'd say. So there we are. We've done VCE. <laughs> Hopefully we've passed. <laughs> we I think did, we've passed. We yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, yay, supportive parents. Um, <laughs> bit biased. Uh, but uh, what, what happened after that? What, what sort of resonate? Did you go to art and design classes or did you continue in IT or what actually happened? Obviously, you continued on IT uh, because you mentioned enough, your job. I didn't do art and uh, as no. much as I'd like to think yeah. I could be an artist. But yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Like, so I guess after that, you decide what do I do? I go IT, but where do I want to do it? Which course do I want to do? Like, and I went to a lot of career fairs, as you do. You meet with universities. I was looking at Ballarat um, University because I had a partnership with IBM at the time, which sounded really good. Yeah, it would sound good. You guaranteed a job at IBM. And guaranteed wow. a job is a is a good yeah. word, you know, when you go into a university. Yeah. And then, obviously, there's ones that have big names behind them as well. And, you know, you know like a Monash or a business information systems. I went to Swinburne but the way in which I saw that is we walked into a career fair and they were like oh study IT and you get a 40k scholarship and I'm like whoa okay whoa. guys this is this, is, this sounds all <laughs> this, right uh, gravy train <laughs> yeah. for so, studying so much sometimes you just need that moment that just pops out of nowhere that you don't know is coming because I didn't my parents went to Swinburne so you're probably like I don't want to go to Swinburne you know yeah, fight the force yeah I don't want to follow don't get me. drawn into those parents I ways do my own path yeah so um yeah so I that we talked to them and then it came to open days and I went to Swinburne and I was like gosh I'm a gut person and I was like yeah it feels good I can see myself here the course fits it's a good mix between um like a bit of business and a bit of IT and I really like it on this campus it feels good um, so then I, it was a, all course was about communicating and having communication in IT. So there was an interview as well as an ATAR. So yep. we all dressed up in business gear and we got interviewed and... Special outfit brought for the day, wasn't oh, it, George? 100%. Target did yeah. me well. There you go. There you go, Target. Shout out if you want to get on board. Sponsorship, funky careers. But yeah, you want to look your best, you know? Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I got into that course and, yeah, I was super happy. Like, when you're, that, always that wait to see whether you get into what you do is scary and to get in was really great. And then turning up, whole new environment. I was living in the country and then you come to the city. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know how to get there on the train station, you know? Yeah. Like, I had a little train map to tell me where to go. So, yeah, it was super exciting starting at Swinburne. Um, yeah. Yeah. And what were the sort of things that come? Yeah, tell us a bit about what came out of it in terms of at Swinburne, how was the journey and what, what sort of happened? Um, well, I, yeah, so I really loved it. There was about, like I say, the numbers were getting a little bit better, but there was about five girls and about 30 boys. And wow, that's the- interesting because, yeah, you know, talk about people in IT spaces and the number mm. of girls. So sometimes they mention about in engineering too. Yeah, STEM. About girls yeah, to boys in the STEM, STEM areas. So yeah, it's perhaps even, I don't know if the word's symbolic or analogy, but there's some parallels and trends there, isn't it? a bit, but yeah. at that stage. But. So um, oh, as it happens, all the girls cling together. Like the boys are nice, but you cling together, <laughs> you know? You just do. And 
your project groups, you start, you do it together and you sort of, it's a safe place. You know, it sounds silly, but it comes like a safe. It was good to have those people to connect with. Probably yeah. something that was missing at the tail end of high, like yeah. high school. And yeah, so it was really good. Um, and then part of that degree, we did um, two internships. So we got a taste of business, which was, that's what was the call for the story. It's like four years after the three. Doesn't yeah. bother me. I'm a busy person. I like it. Yeah. But like we did some semesters. We did two 20-week internships. That's what made up the money. It wasn't just the money getting given to us. Yeah, um, that's right. I had to work for it. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. It's always a catch, guys. Yeah, you got to work for it. There's a, a learning out of this. Uh, when you find a career, you've got to work for it. So. Yeah, so I was at Simplot as a bit of a BA and Siemens in like process. BA, Georgia. Uh, oh, in some languages, that means something uh, uh, different to the audience if you're speaking BA. Uh, I'm a business analyst. Um uh, so pretty much looking at requirements. So working, it was a bit of an e-commerce website and understanding and looking at requirements and then build out right. a solution. Good practical experience. And what was the other one you had? Uh, I was at Siemens. The work so that placement. was really great. And I was, um, so it was like process improvement. So I was looking at um, as-is processes and to-be processes. So looking to create efficiencies with those processes, maybe using technology, maybe not. Yeah. Um, and process diagrams and stuff. Okay, so you're, you've gone through, you're at the end of uni, you've done these internal placements. What's your mind thinking at this stage? What is going on in your head as to what am I going to do now? What does it all mean? What was sort of your thought process through that? Yeah, so you get, you know, so when you apply to grad programs. Oh, you, you that's apply, what you do, yep. Yeah, so that's the thing that all gets talked about, grad programs, grad programs. Yep. Both places I did inter- internships didn't have space to take on or didn't right, have okay. a grad program. Yep. So that left me in a little bit of a pickle, but that's all right, good pickle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so what did is apply for grad programs. So you'd apply in, like, the May, March to May before the next year you'd start. Yep. So they were done yep. very early. Yeah. And I could not see myself not having a job and I didn't want all of this to come and not have a job or somewhere to go. So I went crazy, like go hard or go home. I did about 35 applications. Um, 35 applications? Yeah, I was very busy. Now, wasn't the application involved? Like, oh, you know, it sounds like you just you type them up and you send them off. That's I pretty wish, straightforward. I wish, yes. I mean, what's so hard about that? You just change the <laughs> name at the top and then... <laughs> Don't take that seriously. We never should just do that. Customise. Do not apply like that. Customise to the application. That's a, by the way, from me. Uh, Yeah, but Georgia, (laughs) keep going. Sorry. So, but yeah, you apply and it's all online. And then if you get through to the next step, you usually have psychometric testing. So I was on weekends, you know. Psychometric testing is like, which shape is the next in the pattern? So like you're spending your weekend really working out whether it's like a triangle or a square. Um, and then after you get through that, usually there's some sort of a, a video interview where no one's talking to you. They yeah. have to record yourself to questions. Yeah. So you, And then once you get to that, then you have like assessment centres, yeah. which are like, whew, they're a new thing. They're like... What, know, what are they? What are they like? Well, you walk in and all these people are here, like going, obviously vying for the job and they're yeah. all new and they're all excited and they're all nervous and they put you on tables and they give you team building activities. And to see how you work and to see how you collaborate with people. And it's always very interesting because I always took the be positive. Yeah. This was my game strap. Anyone could take it if they want. But be positive, encouraging, and listen to other people's ideas. And yep. you'd always have also people who came in and thought, gee, being the loudest, I'll be the leader of this table. Yeah. My dad will get me the job. I used to love watching it secretly because <laughs> you get someone coming like, 
Sally, you should do this, you should do that. And I'm like, mate, you don't look good yeah. right now. And I used to be like, oh, Sally, what are you thinking? You know what I mean? And, um, right. Different <laughs> angle. Yeah, different angle. And I tried the best to be myself. And because I had a bit of corporate experience, I would wear colour because you want to stand out. Yeah. It's all business wear. But, like, yeah, I'd be colour, I'd be bright, and I'd go with my strategy. And it did me well, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And then that after that, it would lead you to interviews. If you got through, obviously people get cut out at each level. And then you'd find out whether you got the job. Right. So you do all these pro, uh, yeah. assessment centres, interviews on, online or recorded interviews, yeah. etc. You put your application in. You've done 35 of those. Well done, you. Well, you don't do 35, you know, you get cut out. But, yeah, I did a yeah. fair few assessments. Yeah, okay, then. Thanks for picking up the detail there. <laughs> Obviously, a bit of attention to detail. Um, so, and then basically, well, what happened? You have applied to these jobs and then uh, what, what happened from there? Where did you go to? What, what, oh, what's a... Well, we heard in the start. But when I stepped, Australia Post I applied for, it was one of the first programs. Yeah. It was sort of one of my first runs, you know. Wasn't yep. But I walked in there on the assessment in a day, and I don't know what, but it felt good. I was like, shit, it's I, about really, I really want this. I really want to be here. I like the feel of this it. This is before you even had an interview. Oh, I was just in this. So you come in for the assessment centre. Yeah. So I haven't had like a one-on-one -on -one interview Oh, yet. okay, yeah, yeah. So I just from like my first step into the office, and I don't know what, it felt good. It yeah. Felt, and I was always interested. I went digital. So digital, the way I usually describe it is like digital is more the customer-facing IT. Yeah. So it's more what you see with websites or their app or um, just for Australia Post or their logged in experience. That's more. So you're, it's for the user experience. Yeah. Is that yeah, what you're saying? So, so yeah, you're setting it up. Experience, customer so, experience. Yeah. So it is still the development and building out that experience. experience but yeah. it's not deep, deep no. in the tech. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was excited about digital and I was like, gee, you know what? I didn't want a job where I was like, oh, the organisation just hasn't turned their wheels. You know, I wanted a job where there was a need to push and evolve because that creates change and change is exciting, which I like in IT. So yeah. I knew I was post, you know, with a, you know, their business model was changing and they yeah. had to find new areas to, you know, create push and create revenue and then also... Um, support that with technology and the customer experience. So yeah, yeah. that was sort of a big selling yeah. point in my mind. Yeah. So what's your job involved like? Like, you know, here you are. People probably got a visualisation that you've done like, oh, she's done computers. Oh, she must be doing programming and te <laughs> techo stuff. And oh, good on her. But, yeah, what do you do? Like, uh, you know, oh, how so much programming would you do a day? Don't do any. Um, no programming. I look at some code, like yeah. if it gets brought up on the screen, but I do not program it. So, so yeah, tell the audience about how yeah the variance I guess it creates in IT and perception and what what the sort of you know the role is you're doing. Yeah, so like it took as you enter a grad program, fabulous thing. Would love to highlight. You get to try different things. So where I am now. I didn't even know it was a role when I was out in, like, you know, uni and stuff. I didn't know it existed, but I saw it and I was like, gee, that's I like that. And that's sort of where I wanted to head. So through a few placements, I got there. Um, so, yeah, I'm a digital product owner, like mentioned before. Pretty much what that means and the best way I describe, I guess I uh, push forward the customer journey and the product and own it and make sure that we're providing that best experience to the customer with what we have. So it's a bit like owning the product and where you want to head and then what's behind that is deciding the priorities and the direction and then putting it into play. 
So working with like designers and um, content and developers and business analysts, <laughs> I did have a so, go And making, so coming from a problem or something you need to fix or something you're going to build and being part of it and seeing it all the way through till it enters the real world. So it's like a bit, uh, would you describe like a, a project, uh, you're managing a project yeah, would, to the extent of you're managing the people within the project to do stuff? Bit. The way, that's how I describe yeah, it. Let's elaborate on that then. No, that's how I describe it as barbecues. Because at barbecues, because people don't know, I say it and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh dear." I'm like, "Okay, it's a bit like a project manager." It's not like if we talk to a project manager right now, they're probably like, "No, <laughs> no, no, no." Yeah, but like, the, as what you're doing is you're defining the priorities for the product that oh, you're working on. I can on. hear some sausages sizzling. So this is at the barbecue, <laughs> Georgia. That's all right. Yeah. That's a steak, medium rare, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, at the barbecue, we just sum it up because it's like a bit of an elevator pitch, I guess, we're talking about. Someone comes up to the barbecue and goes, Georgia, what do you do? What do, you, what do I do? Um, good question, Art. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so, look, I would say that I work on the website. Yeah. And, like, the website's my product and I drive different changes on that website and I see them in real life. Yeah. Um, how I say it colloquially is I bring people together and get shit done. Um, yeah, and so that's, that's yeah. That's how I probably that's probably more barbecue chat. To be <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm um, feeling. But it. that's the way I, you know, what I mean, I bring the different people. So in the in your team, you've got like about we've got about four developers. We've got a BA, um, an engineering lead. We've got a delivery manager, and yeah, I work with those people every day to you know get. Get stuff out there. Stuff done. Yeah, get stuff done. I think you used the word. I don't know if we can say the word shit. Yeah, yeah, it might shit done, but uh, we'll just keep it there until (laughs) we hear someone doesn't like it. Um, So you've got that. That's where you're at at the moment, right? Yeah. That's your. Yeah, and yeah, how are you feeling? You're loving it at the moment. Oh, I love it. Like, it's a bit hectic chaos, but I thrive in that. Like, I love the people I work with, and I care so much about what we've fostered and grown to get there and the growth from when we were sort of last year to where we are now and the quality we're outputting and people learning and collaborating and coming together. So I love the team culture aspect yeah. as well as the quality of work we're doing as well. And I'm I'm proud. I'm super proud of who Good I work you. with and what we do. I mean, with it, I know you're my daughter and that, but just I can hear your tone and, you know, I'd like this to hear this from anyone, obviously, in a career. There's a bit of passion there oh, and a bit of, a bit of joy. And, um, you know, that obviously matters in terms of people's lives. You know, if you can get some parts of your life right, it certainly helps you in other parts of your life too. So, no, it's great to hear that. Look, you've gone on your journey to date, and this is where, you know, we might interview you in 10 years if Funky Careers is still going (laughs) and uh, see where you go. But I suppose from to date, what have you learned along the way? What's something you could share with our you know, million listeners, or perhaps not a million, but uh, might get our li- never know, yeah, might get no, there. Let's might keep positive. Off, yeah, this, this might be the start of a beautiful thing. <laughs> but yeah, what what you want to share with the audience in terms of learning experiences? Yeah, yeah. I've got a few little uh, <laughs> a few little chestnuts in yeah, there. A few, a few little, little chestnuts. What do you call them? Share. Not gold. What yeah, what's that word? Well, nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, yeah nuggets. Little, uh, a few little nuggets. Yeah. Uh, Probably my biggest, biggest one yeah. is to always be authentic to yourself. And I think we touched on it when I was in high school, touched on it when I picked where I wanted to go for university and now. And 
I think that's the biggest thing because you embrace, be yourself, embrace yourself of who you are and what you want to do and find yeah. that out and follow that passion and follow it through. And yeah, it may not be easy. Sitting in a room with boys, like I said, not easy. Yeah. But to where I am today, like I am so proud of where I am and how I've gotten there. And even now that's helped to build up my brand and who I am at work. Like I'm a bit quirky, <laughs> not afraid to admit. Right. I just have a few turns of phrase that probably are a bit like, fun or like I'll be in a meeting I'll be like what's everyone's hopes and dreams you know like <laughs> I you know what I mean they like to have a bit of fun with it and I think I've gotten to the point where I can be myself and I'm respected so people know I get the shit done but I'm myself and I run meetings or I run like whatever I'm on the way I am yeah. who I am great um so I think and don't fit in like business can have this whole thing about like a stereotype of what business should be like and I've sort of, when I, like I said earlier, I dress in colour. Like lots of people when you turn up to the assessment centres were all in black and white and suits. And I was like, nah, this is me and who I am. And people will give you advice along the way. Some of it not useful, but when you're at the start of your career, you don't you don't know. You're taking anything from anyone to try and make it yeah. fit. And I got told things like don't write with colourful pens. People hire stakeholders might judge you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, oh, it's Anyone who's going to judge me on that is not worth it. That's right. Time it's, uh, that's me. Like if you judge my pen colour based on the work <laughs> I do, we've got a real problem. Yeah, that's right. There's a cultural issue there. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'm things like don't be happy around stressed people. I mean, yeah, respect stressed people, but sometimes they need an up and you should be yourself in an emotionally intelligent way for those people. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so what, what you're saying there is like, what, uh, just, yeah, if people are stressed, don't let that reflect on them. Like, they yeah, can all be stressed. Like People, I, we go through stress. They need, need help and, and support. Yeah, if people are stressed, like, be who you are around them, but be emotionally intelligent. Like, at work now, I check in on people. If I see something's okay. off, yep. I, I they get a team's call from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just to be like, hey, you okay? Maybe they just need to chat, you know. And you yeah. can still be happy or be yourself because sometimes they need that little moment that's okay. whatever yep. they're working on. Um, yeah, no, I've got a lot of the nuggets. Are pretty yeah, easy, no, they're right? good nuggets. Um, no. Don't have to dig far for them. No, yeah, they're, no. that's come, they're on no, the surface they're ready, now. They're, they're ready, ready to go. Yeah. Um, Probably my other one like links into trust what you feel is right and trust what you want to do because yep. lots of people give you comments and be like, try this, do this, tick this off, make sure you have this. Do you want to do that? That'll be a good opportunity for you. Yeah. And you got to go, what do I actually want to do and don't do something because it just ticks it off or it gives you a wide experience. Go, is this what I do? want to do? Is this what I enjoy? And to get to where like like people yeah they give you different ideas of where you wanted to do and it's staying strong and knowing where in yourself where you want to be and where you want to go yep and this one that's good oh sorry i keep going look at there's it. another nugget uh, folks but, okay no, we'll we're getting that, rich that. here there's a lot of nuggets <laughs> one more. We, better, we better weigh them in no no this is a big one okay. don't give up what you love outside school university work because it's balance and that's what you need. You can't, like, you go to work all day. You need a break. You need to do something you love outside of work. For me, that's exercise. And I love, I go to the gym, I swim, I run. And it's, you need that balance. And don't give that up even if you're striving for a goal because it will what will help you get to your goal. It balances you out. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's, there's a nugget. They're great nuggets, Georgia. And, it, you know, you hear a lot of rhetoric around that work-life balance. So yeah, it's worth taking on board, but then it doesn't stop you from, you know, finding a, a good job oh, and being passionate about your job. You don't have to make it one or the other. No. Do you know what I mean? That's, you've got to keep the balance. Now, probably just, have you got any, like it sounds like your job's going pretty well, okay? Yeah. It sounds like you're happy with it. Yeah. But is there any general future aspirations in a bigger picture as yet or yeah. you're just more going to develop in your current role or what what sort of your thoughts at the moment well if we go back to like the um this is something i feel passionate about and we go to the barbecue and energy if yeah. anyone says they're interested in it there i'm having a conversation with them <laughs> about what it is and what it involves and you're I'm, an advocate oh you're I'm, an, I'm an it influencer, no, influencer. Oh, that's more that's trendy, much more trendy than the, uh, sorry uh, advocates um, so but I, anyway so thinking about IT, I'm like, whoa, okay, settle down. I've got some thoughts for you. No, no, no. Uh, that's right. I know because I want to break open that stereotype. But that's not backroom coding. No, we do a lot of cool shit, you know? Yeah. It's not the stereotype that you see and it's not, it's so wide. So I'm in digital. I don't touch code. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and we even keep going back to code as a stereotype, but that's the one you get, you yeah. know? So That's because I brought it up, I think. So yeah, I've made no, it like that. That might be me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like I work with, yeah, stuff we do affects front-end customers, but we also see the journey and what they go through all their people talk to like it's yeah. not it's like all technical there's so okay. much in it so the is a lot bigger than oh, you for georgia herself but it's more a, like a, not an industry but almost the occupation career in encouraging people oh, 100%. to oh, get I'm, on board yeah the I'm it and uh, there's no joke does I'm, anyone know what it stands for i've been wondering the whole time through this but uh <laughs> information technology oh okay now i'm on track that's good I, I got there in the end that's just a reflection on me yeah. hey um now that sounds really good look i suppose we're going to wind up but we're not going to sort of wind up we just want to have a visual here now georgia just think about your younger self all right yep younger georgia <laughs> there she is i don't know how young she is but she's very young okay <laughs> she's pretty young now let me be clear but she's younger now if you could write a letter to your younger self, what would you say? What would you say in that letter to your younger self? Really simple. Yeah, but what I'd would you say, say? You'll get there. I know it sounds really simple, but you know you're going through this stuff and you just want to know that you'll get there or you reach and achieve what sort of you're setting out to do. And I'll tell, yeah, you get there, but you know what? You're super happy with what you're doing. You're kicking ass and you're loving it, and yeah. to keep going and to keep pushing, and that there's also. I tell my now self as well there's still so much for you to achieve and so much that you want to do and like that it just keep going yeah and that's probably something like there's going to always going to be a younger Georgia or a younger <laughs> you know when you think about yourselves out there audience so you're always going to be younger and what you write you know write to yourself when you're younger and then you start to think about applying that methodology as you get older, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just sense. did that then. I just realised I'd tell her the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm getting at is we're all learning something, but there's we have some, I guess it's like values or, you know, a, a template to which we operate. And George's is like, you'll get there. you just got to hang in there and you're going to have, you know, speed humps, you're going to have difficulties, but you just got to believe in yourself and get there we and that's difficult because you know there's a lot of things on the way in the journey that make us wonder whether we will get there but 
that's all a bit in the mind. You've got to have that resilience and a bit of determination and also know when you need support. Don't, you know, be leave it to yourself to go, I'm going to get there, but I can speak to others and I can tap into other resources. Don't feel, oh, I'm, I'm alone, I've got to get there. Never do that, no. you know. You don't have to decide. Be open-minded. Yeah. Look, I, I can't tell you how great this has been, Georgia, to have a chat to you and... Um, yeah, it's our first one, so funky <laughs> careers. Um, and I think the only way to sign off, Georgie, is probably you could say bye. And any last words you want to say before we Ooh, sign off? Oh, gosh. Um, it's been great sharing my career with everyone. Oh, it sounds yeah, very good. To yeah. call out, no, to call out as well, like in doing things you're passionate about. I'm super proud of my dad here. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know a bit of a right, reverse yeah, right, guys. <laughs> it's not on the script. Uh, it's not on any script here. I'm going, uh, oh, it's coming out of the blue, that one, but we'll, no, we'll keep no, it in. In being passionate, what big call out to my dad in doing what he's passionate about and pushing that dream. Right. And this podcast has been great to be the first guest. Good on you, George. That's great. Look, this is David Key from Funky Careers. Um, yeah, look, it's been great talking to you and I hope um, obviously the listeners out there appreciate <laughs> and get their own little nuggets <laughs> from this uh, chat. So that's our 20th podcast, the one, the first guest, Georgia Key, and we'll speak later. Thank you very much.